As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. of the beats brought to you by bet mgm and of course the athletic i'm of course nick bombrenner along with brendan quinn brendan of course brendan of course brendan i don't know do you want to tell you did tweet about your master's uh, situation oh. do you want to share some thoughts here with the people before we get going i i didn't want to say anything last week because i don't think that i think you were still there or en route or whatever it was. But, what day did you record last week? Wasn't it I remember now. I think it might have been Wednesday. I think it might have been the day that it happened or no, it was the day after you. It might have been Thursday because it might have yeah, been I was, it happened I to was you Wednesday. On the road. Um yeah. so I, yeah. yeah. Uh things didn't quite go as planned. No, right. I, did, <laughs> um, I didn't want to speak for you, so go for it. I went to cover the Masters. Uh would have been my second one. Um first one being in November. Right. First one in the spring for you. Correct. Uh, and with fans. So I get down there on Tuesday. I go and I walk the front nine on Tuesday afternoon. It's beautiful. Everything's great. Um, I was staying at a house with a couple of writers. You know, we're trying to minimize things, not having to do the hotel, not really in contact with people. We're all masked in the house, you know, when in, when in similar rooms, which was very limited Tuesday night. So we all got there Tuesday during the day, tested, did all that shit. Yep. We're all good. Negative test. Went to the course. Well, another individual came in that night. So couldn't be tested before coming like into mm-hmm. the house and stuff. Right. So Wednesday morning comes, I'm like up and out early. <laughs> Going right. 7 a.m. I am jacked up to get to Augusta. I'm He's there. been sitting awake since. Oh, baby. Ready to go. Yeah. I go and I'm walking the back <laughs> nine. Like, you know, just I had like 13,000 steps before like 930. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, It's going to be a day. Walking yeah. all over the place. Just loving it. I get into the media center at like 10 or something like that. And I get pulled aside and it's a uh, oh, hi, Mr. Quinn. We're going to need to address something with you. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like right. I'm on. 
I'm on What's video. What's your first reaction? <laughs> yeah. This? yeah, a thousand yeah. percent that like they have video footage of me walking somewhere that I wasn't supposed to walk, and they're going to murder me and bury me, you know, somewhere yeah, right. edges. And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, in the back, in the back uh, of the property. So I, I mean, I it, you know, it's that like when you get caught cheating in school, or like right. when something you're, bad happens, or like when you uh, you're like I might have, I don't know. A I cop really... <laughs> pulls behind you at a red line, you're like, oh fuck, I don't know what I did, but like I'm in trouble now. So yeah. This is that immediate sinking feeling, and they pull me aside, and the guy's very, uh, you know, whispered, dulcet tones, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, a member of your party has tested tested right. positive, and we're going to need you to uh, leave. I mean, <laughs> right now, <laughs> you got to go." And I'm like, "Okay." So that was it. My masters was over, and I said, uh, "You know," and we were we were fortunate enough to work with Augusta National and and my yeah. the athletic and the other outlets impacted sent uh we're able to have our credentials swapped out and we sent other writers so um josh filled in for me down mm. there and and he did a great job and we appreciate it um basically he, like he got a call like wednesday afternoon that was like hey you're covering the masters yeah uh, yeah he was like let's go <laughs> right so uh yeah and then yeah good for you know, i got a i got a test down there that day um talked with management we were comfortable and i i called avis got my car turned into a one-way rental and drove back to michigan to quarantine there as opposed to in a hotel um and yeah basically that's it that was mm -hmm. never saw a sh never saw any live action from the grounds but mm. you know worst things have happened to folks over the last year and uh oh yeah yeah it was a bummer. Though. A bummer, though, to be sure. I Definitely mean, that's, a bummer. That's a bummer because that was <laughs> that was going to be the first, yeah, the first springtime with the fans, and well, next year, man, next year, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, be all right. shit happens. Get back to it. Yeah, we'll shit on. happens. But I always anyway, think, you're back. I, back I thought the something out. was going to happen, like the amount of like bad, yeah. going to games and stuff. I'm like, at some point, something's going to happen, mm -hmm. and it just so happened to be the goddamn Masters. You're like, well, shit. Are you kidding? It couldn't have been like. A Tuesday night at Michigan State, where it's like, yeah, oh right. no, you you had contact with someone, you can't go see couldn't them play been, Penn uh, State, right? right. Couldn't, have big, <laughs> couldn't have been the Big Ten tournament, <laughs> right? Like that instead. Yeah. But, oh well. Oh well. It happens. There it is. He'll be back, but yeah, that's the a, story. A tough one there, but uh, we're back. Either way, you got some vacation coming up, but before you got there, we thought um, we would sneak in a. Mailbag podcast. See what's on the people's mind. How are the responses? I haven't looked yet. I really haven't either. Um, I just saw that there. I just saw that they there were responses. That was the first thing I looked. Was are there enough? I saw like that there were like fifteen. So I was like, that should be enough. That's what I think. Our, our, our brand, our brand yeah. of, our, of doing our homework, of being very well prepared. Just a professional situation. Absolutely. Yeah, this right. is <laughs> this is the podcast I wrote. So when I was a yeah. down covering sawgrass i went and hung out with the guys from no laying up and wrote a big yeah, story yeah. that Great ran story, last yeah. week and like <laughs> comparing their operation to the operation that you and i and like me like the athletic take mm -hmm. out of the conversation right like the, the oh, yeah, right. podcasting infrastructure that we have and all this shit and the amount of editors and like guys like the, the great mike zimmerman who works with us and, and keeps us on the ball 
I'm just talking about Nick and I, the total lack of professionalism that we have (laughs) compared to uh, a a show like No Laying Off. I was like, oh, man, you guys. uh, They're into it. You guys got no. I would hope so. It's huge. (laughs) Right. They're making bank on that thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Five people fully employed on that show alone. How many times they record that thing? Uh, I mean, sometimes it's multiple times a week. Sometimes they'll go a week between yeah. episodes, but then they've got like, they have a video side of things. They've got like yeah. a secondary pod called the trap jar. And uh, yeah, I mean, they've got just a lot of shit going on. Uh, not just you and me just barking at each other. Do they do like the long form podcasts? Like yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. The they've done long, a few. Long, yeah, they've fun. done some storytelling ones and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. sitting in on that was, was, was funny. And they're like, do you have a podcast? I was like, Oh Yeah. <laughs> It's the same as this. You bet your ass I do. It's the same as this. We're in the same, we're co-workers, you know, we're both co-workers. Same thing. Right. You and me, man. That's right. That's right. (laughs) It's better than the M live days when we were doing it. It It's just talking into a tape recorder. I'm trying to think of the first one. uh, The first time we were going to do this. Right. They they actually said no. Um, They did. Yeah, I believe they were like, no, you're not going to do that. That <laughs> was the, the answer brain, that we the got. The brain trust of MLive thought this um, was a bad idea. They were like, no, Which not going to do that. Right, but... And then I think it was a video for a minute. It that's was. That's what we ended up doing, and then we converted it over. So It was. I, I have memories of us doing one episode. You were on a dry erase board drawing up football plays or something. Do you remember, remember this? Mm-hmm. Did I imagine these things? Nope, that was there. That was uh, one of those years, yeah, we were doing the – that had to have been six years ago by now or something. Something like that. It's a long time ago. Anyway, before we uh, bore everyone to sleep here. <laughs> Eight minutes in, we got uh, mailbag questions here. We did. We opened it up to anything. So spring football for Michigan just ended. Michigan State's got the spring game coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. And then obviously, I'm not sure if we did. I can't remember if we did a podcast with you. I, I think we did uh, after the hoop season ended for Michigan. Uh, that sounds for right. Michigan State, we did for sure. I don't know. If we wrapped up Michigan, I assume we did. I, can't I think we that I, far, but like, I think, think we, did. we did before the Masters. Um, yeah, because they were your guys. Before. I listened to your pod last but, week with uh, yeah. Colton and um, and Austin. Austin, yeah, very good. Good football update. I, I I felt like I was caught up from knowing nothing to knowing a little bit, so that's good. Right. So we got questions there Let's on get into either it. side. So uh, you want to get started? Or you want me to start? Sure. Let's go. We'll go to football, Jason. All right. Uh, he says, would the trajectory of Michigan football been that different with less miles at the helm than Jim Harbaugh over the last six to seven years? This is an amazing question. Let's continue. Uh, both could recruit and both wildly underperform. Let's continue. To recruiting rankings. Does Michigan man way of thinking need to fade away fast? Well, there's a couple questions here. Let's, let's put aside the Michigan man question and yeah. we'll, we'll get to that secondly the less less miles at the helm over jim harbaugh your thoughts because i have some uh no no (laughs) no no i mean like would it have gone worse yes i think it would have gone worse i mean look at what happened uh with less miles in recent days i think the folks in kansas say it would probably yeah folks in kansas would say or recent weeks whatever it would be or recent years i should say really uh but no i mean even in a sense that like Harbaugh was hired in um, at the end of 2014, right? So Miles, even from just a strictly football sense, you know, take all the off the field stuff out of it or whatever else, which you shouldn't, but, you know, just do that and just say, let's just talk about football here for a second, right? 
uh, he was one year away from getting fired. <laughs> Basically, he was one season away from getting fired. They were eight and five. Uh, the year Brady Hope got fired, the year that Harbaugh got the job, they they were disappointing nine and three, and then they started out two and two the next year, and he got fired. So, no, I mean, his best days as a coach were over and had been over, you know, for some time. They had that BCS title game appearance. I, I got it here in uh, 2011 and a couple 10 win seasons after that. But I mean, LSU would turn into that program that was consistently producing, you know, draft picks but 20 nfl players on every single team right so i guess would it have been better no would it have been the same as what he's asking i guess and i would say no because i think i don't think less would have been able to even do that would it is this similar to what you know some of less's program or some of less's lsu teams maybe went through where they had you know strong recruiting classes they brought guys in they produced draft picks and they didn't produce championships yes it is and actually in in the you know prime years of Les Miles, it's much lower than that because Les, uh, you know, won a national title. Uh, he m- went to multiple national titles, right? I mean, he's in a he's in the SEC, so. But it's different eras. You have to just you know the eras have to be framed up. Yeah, and uh, a big one here is that uh, Les Miles is apparently um, not to be trusted around. Well, that's what um, I'm saying. Like, I mean, we started out; it wouldn't happen. Anyway. <laughs> Let's. Yeah. I mean, it's like like not a question. Forget winning. It's like, uh, yeah, oh, whatever. Here, like, what are we talking about? It's uh, who is this? Jason? No, no. Like it, it, he wasn't going to. But here's a better question. Part that he asked: Does the Michigan man way of thinking need to fade away? I feel like we've been having this conversation since uh, I got here in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my opinion is um what I still kind of feel like is like a little bit of an outside observer. It's interesting that like the Michigan man thing is really only for football. I don't hear that stuff in basketball. You know, that's not a thing. Well, it's not a thing because it's not, because it's Bo Schembechler. Right. what it's from. But football. like they still play Bo Schembechler during football or during basketball games. Like he is kind of ubiquitous. I think that it's, yeah. I mean, it's a famous saying that involved the basketball game and thus, you know, was said at a time when he was more than just a football coach, but it's still sort of, right. you know, that's why, I mean, anyway, go ahead. Like there's, there's a way to like stay attached to what you are and like the fundamentals of your, not only your like, not like your brand, but like principles, right. Mm-hmm. Without, like everything having to be pulled through the keyhole of that idea. Like, and that's a hard core to strike of, right. you know, having and honoring and, and still like including your history while also being detached, being healthily detached and moving forward and willing to change and things like that. Like, you know, I don't think you just get to wash your hands of something like that, a moniker like that. Right. But you need um, the individuals who are, I think, bright enough and self-confident enough to um, detach in a way while also kind of having a hand in it. Does any of that make sense or am I just rambling? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I just think that at the end of the day that people get caught up in a couple of different things with that and like they confuse it and they, you know, because it's a broader conversation. And you know, Jim Hackett, I guess, to his, you know, to his credit, I remember when they, uh, when he announced, I think it was when Hoke got fired. Um, someone asked him the Michigan Man question, and he said that I think that that is, 
antiquated. And he said, you know, number one, we have women here too. And, you know, that also is something that should be, because at the time, you know, you remember, I mean, that was how it was just used as something that was said for all parties and everything else. So he stated that and said that, no, I don't think that that should be like a baseline thing for someone to get this job that you needed to have to have gone here or whatever else. And then they ended up hiring Harbaugh. And so people were like, well, maybe it was, but it was also like, you gotta remember Harbaugh was Harbaugh at the time. I mean, he was like sure. the hottest coach in the market. So like that, that was like, like almost beside the point from, from that situation, even though it wasn't. But I think for a lot of people over the years, when we've gotten, you know, complaints or comments or questions, not complaints, even just people talking like, you know, would this person work or would that person work? It's always a former player or it's always a former whatever. It's always somebody who, you know, their resume would say when they're, when this fan or whoever it would be, would ask you that question. Like, well, just look at the person's resume. You're like, no, it wouldn't work. Like they haven't done anything, but they went there. Okay. Well, that's right. right? It's like, that shouldn't be the only like requirement. And I think at the end of the day, like what the question is probably asking is like, is that something that, you know, is, and I would say that it's not anymore. Although I think that, you know, some would say, or some would wonder, right. Cause it's like, well, Ward played at Michigan. Jim played at Michigan. They were teammates. Maybe you'd wonder if Ward Manuel wasn't a former Michigan player and, you know, would Jim Harbaugh still be the coach right now? Would he, would, would Jim have been fired? Might've, you know, maybe that's playing a factor too in that sense too. So maybe that's why people look at it. Maybe that's why it's stirring back up right now, but it always comes back up. But no, I don't think Michigan operates that way right now. I don't think that, Mm. I I don't, I don't think like if, if Harbaugh, um, and it's hard for me to say that because like Ward did go hire Juwan Howard, who was, you know, Michigan player and a guy who played here. And I think that those things are important too, because you have to have someone who's passionate about your, your place, your school at large. And I think that that's important. And I think a a former student gives you that, you know, somebody who cherished their time here, like Jawan did and Jim for that matter, um, gives you that, you know, that you're not getting elsewhere. But if it's not somebody who has that, like if it's somebody who just was here on the way to somewhere else and mm-hmm. is using that as a reason. And you can always spot that if you really pay attention, then yeah, right. that, that's, that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think it is. Look, there right. are, I mean, to be fair, I don't think it is right now. Anyway, I, I think it is important to have like a, it does. It's not a, it doesn't need to be a prerequisite, but yeah, it, it is understandable that people with ties to the place, you know, it just that passion, whatever you're trying to channel into. And then sometimes it's the fan base can connect to it a little bit easier, you know, like whatever. Yeah. It may be. Like, I mean, Mike, I, Mike Woodson would not have been a candidate at Indiana. No. If he were not an IU guy. Right. They no, would not just they, go and randomly hire a, you know, longtime NBA assistant. Right. For that job. But right. he's an IU guy and he has ties and he kind of connects eras and all these things. Well, that's that kind the of idea. Of it. Right. That's right. the idea. Yeah. And then that yeah. new, you know, his basketball credentials are what they are. And right. you, know, you hope that he can go kick ass as a coach too and tie all, you know, be, be the tie that binds. You want everything really. You want, right. if, if somebody has everything, then yeah. I used to go back and forth on this all the time because I used to hear about it again. Like my background is maybe different than other people's where it's like you come up from the, the lower level. So you cover mid-majors and you hear, you, you would hear things like that at the mid-major level because their coaches are always, you know, rolling over just, yeah. I mean, just constantly. These yep. those poor mid-major ADs are just like on an mm-hmm. endless, some mm-hmm. of the best, some of the best people at making hires in a snap situation. I'll tell you that because like they always have to, but anyway, like those are the situations where you'd always look at it and people would bring up names and you're like, why is that person like, well, I mean, he was on so-and-so staff and he like knows this place exists. So like, Maybe right. he'd want it. You know, that was always kind of the question you get from a fan. You're like, no, not that. You don't need that. 
but like it shouldn't just you also shouldn't get angry if they say we like this guy in large part because he also played here and went to school here like that that's a thing right and i think that that should be noted noted or notable it depends on the candidate depends yeah. on the situation every time all right that was way too much time on that question sorry next anyway. up <laughs> You asked it, but what do you, what do you got? Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Uh, Nezzy <clears throat> wants to know what's the longest pub crawl you have ever att- uh, attended. Do you hear? Alexa. We're going to get like sued, down. sued by Jeff Bezos. Alexa is self identifying. She gets Alexa is me. What kind of like, I don't know. Let's just go with it. I have, what a, is, Google, what? I have, I have a Google home and it doesn't do well. It does do that sometimes. When like a TV, is I fun. think it just came alive. It yeah, just started well, self. Just I like, think it just gained self consciousness. <laughs> Nezzy wants to know <laughs> what's the longest pub crawl you've ever attended. Uh, I guess that'd be college. What is it? What was it? Longest yeah. one? College. The whole thing. Oh, just general. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good, good point. Oh. Uh, the longest in. A, <laughs> I mean, we would we would go on day long you know, bar crawls through Philly back in the day, you know, go to start at 10 a.m. and go through the last call at a place, go to 10 places in between and remember the first two. Mm-hmm. I guess that. Like a college bar crawl for me was always like four places. It, they were never long, honest to God. Did you ever do like, the I, running of the I Santas? I never made it. Like, what's that? You ever like, do what? the running of the Santas? Running of the Santas. No, I've heard, I've heard of it, though. It's an interesting scene. Is that a good one? Interesting thing. You dress like Santa and get shit faced and run around bar bar crawl. <laughs> Where is this at? Is this a? They're all over the place. They're all now. right. That's like yeah, a yeah, thing yeah. they do in a bunch of cities. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I remember I, when I was bartending in, in Manhattan City. once before. Yeah, they tried. Uh, I think they went off script and like the bar that I was working on was not on like the hit list. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, at like nine o'clock one night, like. 10 of them started coming into Smith's where I was working. I'm like, absolutely not. I mean, they'd all been, you know, been going since 11 a.m. I'm like, you're, I'm not having 10 drunk Santas in my fucking pub during like the end of dinner service. So I was like, nah, yeah, you guys can't go. Can't do this, man. But there was a dive bar around the corner, sent them that way, and it was all good. I guess it would I think like they got lost. Like they got separated from the crawl and saw yeah. the dive bar. Yeah. That's usually what ended up having to be on those things. I just leave after like, a couple way through, I never made it 
like all the way through. I would never make it all the way through to the end. We went on we off. went on one we went on a Philly bar crawl the day of the Super Bowl that the Eagles oh, that's probably lost. Fun. Not the not the reason not the one they won. Whatever. So probably fun. The one they lost to you probably don't remember the loss now. Was that the well. no I don't. Was that the Patriots they lost to? Yeah, the Patriots. See um, what I mean? The one right, where McNabb, exactly. like where uh, T.O. like accused McNabb of not being in shape, wasn't that? Correct. Was that that game? That was crazy. Yeah, when he was like vomiting, that. right? Didn't that he was a it? damn good game. Yeah, he puked at the end because McNabb yeah. was. I remember that because I think McNabb didn't he play really well? Didn't he have like a really good game? No idea. No, he didn't. I don't remember. I thought no he clue. did. And then I remember Terrell Owens being upset at him, and I was like, "Why is he pissed at him?" And he was like, "He was like puking at the end of the game." I remember that. Yeah, game. we started like fully like 10 a.m. at a house, like Rocky music blasting out. There it is. Oh, and then like, what year was that? Two thousand. Four, three, oh five, yeah, somewhere. Okay, I'm putting myself there right now. <laughs> yeah, jeez. <laughs> I remember we were. This is probably going way too far down the line, but um, there's this uh, a street in the Maniunk section of Philadelphia where mm-hmm. we were living, uh, and there's Main Street, right? There's bars and all this shit, and it's the middle of the afternoon. Everyone's out there pre-gaming and blah blah blah, and we were driving by, driving down the street. We're all in the bed of a pickup truck. Yeah, right. Just chaos and back then. Just total chaos. Um, so we're all in the back of a pickup truck, just losing our shit. Been going all day, and a guy in a David Akers jersey comes <laughs> running out from like a patio and just jumps into the back of the uh, truck that's yeah. driving down the street. And so we're all like, "Hey, David Akers, you know, whatever." And uh, and then the the, the truck turned. And there goes David Akers right over the side. Fell of the out of the truck. <laughs> but someone caught his leg. Oh, caught okay. his leg. And he's dead. Now David Akers is now dangling. Yeah. Off the, the side, side of, the of the truck while making a turn. And we let him down gently. <laughs> and then kept on going. <laughs> Avoided yeah, right. a long jail term. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. There's a story. So that's a good bar crawl uh, story <laughs> for you there, Nezzy. I'm sure he is uh, entertained by that one. Good question. We've always all wondered who that uh, was. Whatever happened to him. Ooh, David Akers? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I want to know. Maybe he's probably just like, he could be like a rich, he's like a millionaire com- owner of a company or something like that. Probably. Oh, I'm sure he's doing real well. Now he's yeah. got kids and it's just like still wakes up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat thinking about the time he fell out of a, <laughs> a truck, truck. In a Eagles game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Eagles Super Bowl loss. Oh boy. All right. Next question here. I definitely shared too much on this goddamn podcast. (laughs) (laughs) How about one from Stoney? Good buddy, Stoney. Yeah. Uh, Is Michigan's foot, Michigan football's inability to get really good players in the portal due to credits, not being accepted grades or nobody wants to go there. Also, he says, is the closest sub hoagie to Larry's home of the belly fillers. I assume that's something for you. Yeah. Okay. Start I don't know that the, last one. Uh, start with the talk la- about it. Okay. Start, I'll- start with the Michigan part. Okay. Um, because it, this is something that I know I've had conversations with when it comes to basketball of transferring. Of oh, credit. is this where this is coming from? Okay. Got it. No, no, no. I, no, it's not. I think, I think Stoney is just asking in general, oh, okay. um, you know, okay. Michigan's sure, sure, sure. ability yeah. to pull from the portal. Um, in terms mm. of credits that transfer, in terms of acceptance, um, 
capabilities, right. things like that. Um, it, I think it is a genuine question. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like from that side of things, I would say it's the same. I mean, they get kids out of the portal. I mean, it's not, I don't know. I mean, I guess what question are we talking about here? Can what can they get any kid? I mean, every kid's situation would be different. Why can't they get X kid in recruiting whenever, when his grades look good and everything else looks good? Why can't they get him? I mean, sometimes they just don't want to go here. So, I mean, the question is tough for me to answer because sometimes is the question about is the Michigan grades admissions thing a myth? Is it something they just use as, as an excuse or is this a question about, I don't know, because like in that sense, I, I mean, it, it would depend on every case. Do you I guess. think Michigan's it, academic profile or ability to accept credits um, limits its possibilities in the portal? How about that? Limits its possibilities in the portal? Uh, probably like some, but probably not like, probably not insane, probably not to a, to a like crazy degree that's like out of control. I wouldn't right. it probably, it's probably there. I mean, it exists. I don't think it doesn't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's non-existent. I don't think it's not something, you know what I mean? I think it's probably more for Michigan than a school, not in the big 10, probably for more for Michigan than maybe even some in the big 10. Right. But I don't know if I would call it debilitating or anything like that. Cause is it, I mean, Stoney's question is a football question. I don't know. Is this something that's out there that the reason that they can't get guys is because of the poor, or is because of academics? I don't know if it's well. I mean, like I is think that they being cooked certain, up somewhere. I think certain situations always come up, and sometimes that gets brought up, and sometimes in those cases that's actually the case, and sometimes that gets brought up in certain cases, and it's maybe not the case. I think in certain cases it just depends on the situation. Sometimes it has been a real thing. Like sometimes over the years, I'm just saying historically here, um, they haven't been able to bring kids in. I know that for a fact. I mean, like there are certain kids they haven't been able to bring in because grades didn't work out. And that happens sometimes. I mean, that's not even a thing that's unique to Michigan necessarily. Um, But sometimes I do think that grades and things of that nature get used as as a blanket excuse in certain areas where it doesn't need to be. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it gets like anything else. I think it's something that can be used conveniently when need be and something, but it does exist. It is a thing that's there. And I think that oftentimes is something that gets carried away with, you know, when people get mad and they look for reasons to be angry and they want to say, well, I don't think this is real or I do think that's real or whatever it ends up being. But like, I do think that it's, you know, Michigan's acceptance rate is just as a general institution is not, you know, normal, what we would call normal. Right. I mean, neither of us could have gotten in or did get in about yeah. that. We'll just say that. Yeah. Right. Like, so like in that sense, you know, it's different with athletics, right? Like it's not the same, but like, I think sometimes it's been a thing over the years. Hmm. All right. Not, not like, I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it depends on the case, I guess. Depends on the case. I love this question from David Herrick. What is the next coaching search that either of you will be covering? Think hmm. about that. So between the two of oh, us. Oh, wait, wait. You didn't get the Stoney's hoagie uh, question. Oh, shit. So, all right. Also, so, what were you talking about with the basketball portal side of things? Was it different on that side? No, I mean, that, I when – Does uh, Michigan basketball have that trouble? So when Nogel Eastern yeah. apparently transferred to Michigan, right. um, there was – Many question marks of, you know, 
how many credits would transfer for him to be a considered a grad transfer? I just think that, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that, that was uh, apparently a thing. Like it, it would basically have taken the, a yeah. lot for him to actually be immediately eligible. Right. Where if he had, if he looked to transfer somewhere else, more credits would transfer or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, that was such a bizarre little thing. Right. But that's a weird um, case. And I think that, but that, that was the only thing I was really citing, but like, I mean, I've spoken to coaches who were like, look, we don't, you don't just get to go fishing in the portal and be like, I'll take this guy and this guy and this guy. No, and you can't just do that. Right. It's right. not that that's not what this is. Right. So, okay. So if that's what Stoney's getting at, then no, Michigan football cannot do that. I think you should go on Stoney's show and find out what the hell he's talking about. I think I know what he's talking about. And I, <laughs> I think well, it's not a big deal. I mean, that's a question that ha- comes up, but like, I think yeah. I know what he's talking about, but I think it's all those things combined, right? It's one of those things that, like, I think he's, I think Stoney's taken like a bunch of different stuff maybe and like looking right. at it as one where the portal, it could be the portal he's talking about or it could just be recruiting in general too, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, because we do hear that sometimes. Well, they couldn't get this kid because his grades weren't good enough, but he got in there just fine. Like, it seems yeah. like life, life went on for him. So we hear, we see those examples, right? Sometimes, and you're like scratching your head. But um, it, to say it's not a thing at all would be wrong. I mean, it's certainly something that has to be taken into consideration. To the important part of his question. Uh, so, yes. Larry's or Larry's home of the belly fillers yeah. is a cheesesteak place. On 54th Street, right across from the St. Joseph's Home Gym, Mm -hmm. what used to be Alumni Memorial Fieldhouse, what is now Hagen Arena in one of the all-time atrocious renames that uh, is another subject. But um, (laughs) this guy, I mean, I I hope no one, uh, you know, on the homesteads listen to this because this is a controversial take when it comes to that home. Get a load of this, right? So. The building used to be called Alumni Memorial Fieldhouse. It was named for the students from the school who died in the World War II. Okay. Gee, so they, okay. They, yeah. Wow. They, they built an arena right and at that time. You know, well, yes, you had guys, that at the time. Guys yeah. from schools would go right overseas and unfortunately lose their lives and they build this hey, small gym we, and they named it after him. Right. We, we did that once upon a time in the old yeah. US of A, my man. Exactly. We so, did do things like that once in a great while. So that's, that's the what the old gym there was named for, Alumni Memorial Fieldhouse. Right, great name. Guy comes in, donates right a shit ton of money to redo the arena. Great gift, Norm, you know, an enormous sum of money, $15, $20 million, whatever. They they gut the place, they redo the whole thing, and they, name, they rename it Hagen Arena. <laughs> it's the same building, just with like new seats, extended uh, attendance, but it's, I mean, it's the same building. It's right. the same thing, right? It's, That's right. it's and, not and named the same though, is it? The, the gift is very appreciated, you know, I'm sure and all that, but like, uh-huh. That's right. Look, man, I'm, I, yeah, not a great look on my, <laughs> in my opinion. So, but anyway, I would agree. I don't, I, that's a whole other <laughs> can of worms. That's a, that's a deeper podcast. Oh man, that's there. a deep podcast. So, but across the street is Larry's Steaks. Yep. Really good cheesesteak place. I, I'd say, uh, you know, if if Adela Sandro's, which is my favorite cheesesteak in Philly, is a 10, oh. I put Larry's at like a strong eight, eight and a half. 
Okay. Good cheesesteak. Not the That's best cheesesteak you'll have, but a really good cheesesteak. Um, Top tier, anyway. Stoney is asking, what is the best or the closest that you can find to it here? You can't. There's none because you can't <laughs> get an Amorosa roll in the state. So there's some good cheesesteak places, you know, but it's just not the same. So that's just right. the way it is. And we're not even going to like get a we're, cheap imitation situation going no. here because we're not going to disgrace the good name. One day. How about this? One day this summer in the doldrums. Yeah. Are you, are you, you take care of yourself. You eat well nowadays, but are you allowed to eat cheesesteaks? I can have a cheesesteak once in a while. I think if once uh, in a while, we will permits. We will find a time. Yeah. Right. I will go and collect the five the or six steaks. best cheesesteaks, right? We will cut portion sizes so we're not eating giant goddamn cheesesteaks and killing ourselves. <laughs> but we will eat test six cheesesteaks. How yeah, about right. we, you know, we'll each, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll each do that. test like okay. the six best cheesesteaks in the greater Ann Arbor, De- Detroit, Ann Arbor, area. Detroit okay. area. We'll report and back we will, to we will rank. This sounds <laughs> yeah. like a whole okay. pod. This is a great episode. Yeah. You're biting off a lot here, my man. I hope you got time for this. You got to remember this. He's not, Mike, he's not going to remember any of this. Come like a lot, you know that. Just going to put that down at whatever time stamp we got here. But anyway, we're going to get some cholesterol tests uh, yeah. before oh, and God. after. We'll make that part of the episode. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, can I get to this question that I liked? Uh, yeah, go for it. Where was it? No, the... All right, David, I love this question. What's the next coaching search that either of oh, you right. will be covering? And that's a great question, right? Because between the two of us, Michigan basketball, Michigan State basketball, Michigan football, Michigan State football, and the Lions. That's right. So, I mean, you could take this a lot of ways, I feel well, like. Well, let's just cut it back then. You said, okay, so the Lions just restarted. So I would think just that that's, that's going to be at least – you would think, but I don't know. This big boy, right. big boy with a lot of a lot of big words. If now, he was uh, now four when, and right. when Patricia <laughs> got the job in twenty whatever year seventeen, I believe it was no eighteen. Sorry, he gets a job in twenty eighteen, and people at the time, I remember this. Think they were thinking this is not only were they thinking this is the guy. They're certainly thinking that he's going to be there for three years, yes. four years. Yes, they should have fired him at the end of the second year, like. <laughs> To be fair. So, like, I don't want to get, like, you know, Dan Campbell yeah. might be awesome. It might be great. He might be terrific, everything else. I, uh, I will say that introductory press conference. But, yeah, right. I watched it, and I heard all that stuff that he said, and I said, that guy's going to get fired in three years. <laughs> now, I mean, he might. So, like, but it's not going to be – I wouldn't think it'll be this year. It probably yeah. isn't going to be next year. So, we'll give him three years. I think that one's fine for a minute. Uh, we'll give him three, we'll say, okay. uh, at least. I would think that Mel Tucker would get at least that many um, as he just started, right? So you have him getting to at least four. I would think so. Okay, um, I will I agree with that. Mel Tucker would get to at least four. And that would be, and that would leave, uh, so Juwan Howard would be, I guess, in a situation on your end. But like for football, yeah, that would leave Michigan football, which would be the top candidate there. I mean, I don't I know. I think that's the answer. Could be, could be this year. I mean, you know, it could be this year. It could be this year. It could be next year. It could be more down the road, but like that's probably the easiest answer, I would think. Right. Because on, on the basketball either side, either of the basketball sides, yeah. On the basketball side, it's whenever they want, basically. When Juwan wants to go take an NBA. Right. Game. It's a different deal. Yeah. As of now, right? That's the way that plays out. And Izzo, it's whenever he wants to retire. Does he decide he wants to do one year, two year, five years, whatever? He gets to do whatever he wants. Yeah, right now I would say if you had to ask me, my guess would be the Michigan football. Um, but I mean, 
like you said, that's we don't know. Yeah, though I do not like those questions because, they, and I'm not not any offense to the person who asked, but like they are shit changes so fast, so fast. nowadays, especially yeah. in college. Oh my god, it changes so fast, and and some and sometimes it's just it doesn't make any sense why it's changing. It doesn't have to. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's not changing. So sometimes things can get a little hairy. But you know, Michigan football would probably be the answer, the easiest one to say. But um, yeah, things change really fast. Hard to say. Somebody will do it. I used to get I used to get a lot very anxious about coaching searches back in the day. Back you know, fifty of them ago. Now they happen so often that like I just it's whatever anymore. We have we have breaking news live on the pod, Nick. Oh, no. Oh God. No. <laughs> oh, Eli Brooks. Eli Brooks. Returning to Michigan. Coming back. There for it is. a fifth oh, year. Big, big deal for uh, Juwan Howard. Yes. Not not unexpected, but uh, that's the major. Captain. That is that is major for for Michigan. Um, yeah, we talked. We did talk about. Now that reminds me, we did talk about Eli and uh, Shondi Brown possibly um, as guys that were considered anyway um, making that return. But now Eli back. Big deal. Big deal. Great score for what will be a pretty young team. Um, yeah, that's a that's a big deal. So. I agree with you. If uh, looking at the basketball side, yeah, I mean, it's it's impossible to guess. If you would have told me at the end of the year that Izzo says, I'm not dealing with this transfer portal bullshit again, I'm out, I'm done, you know, I wouldn't be that surprised if you told me he's going to coach for five more years. Yeah, but that would be, be su- I wouldn't be surprised, uh, you know. That's fair. Both, yeah, either way, yeah. Both are, I would say, completely as likely. If you told me Juwan is going to coach at Michigan until Jet – goes through and uses his college eligibility. Yeah. I would buy that. If you tell me that Eric Spolster at the end of this year is going to step away from the heat for whatever reason, and they hire Juwan and he leaves for that job, I'd say, sure. Okay. That's just as plausible. No idea. I mean, it's the same thing with the football side. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's easier to say right now that it makes less sense that Harbaugh would get it turned around faster because he needs, he's the guy that would need to, really. I mean, in that situation, Mel Tucker doesn't need to do anything, really, in year two. And mm-hmm. Dan Campbell doesn't need to do anything, really, in year one. So, yeah, it'd be Harbaugh pretty yeah. easily on that yeah. sense. I think that was probably, we could have just skipped all that right to that. It's it's pretty, right. pretty much the easiest one. I do have one that kind of jumps off of that one. Uh, a question from Jay says, he'd like to hear your thoughts on Stan Heath getting the uh, job. At Eastern, you brought up, uh, I think, Rob Murphy once or twice. Did you uh, see Stan Heath getting that job at Eastern? Any thoughts I on did. that? I did. Also, Michigan State, Dane Fife, moving on. I don't know if that question has come up, but uh, there's a chance for you to talk about that. Yeah, the uh, the Heath thing, I was told like two weeks ago. I'm trying to remember the list of names that I was given, but he was at the, the top of the list at the time. Um, it was basically Stan Heath, Earl Boykins, who's uh, currently like player development coach at Arkansas. Um, okay. Charles, Tom- well, Charles that's Thomas. Right. That's why we talked about it, Earl. Yeah. Right. Uh, Charles Thomas, who is, I believe, at Duquesne right now, but another former uh, okay. EMU player. And then the other name that I was thrown in there was Howard Isley to the initial list that I was kind of given. Um, and I don't know if, if talks ever really materialized there but he was on the short list so um 
Yeah. I mean, in terms of experience and all of that, and, you know, Stan Heath played at EMU. Um, he's been at the highest levels of college basketball. He won um, in that league at, at Kent State. Um, right. So, I mean, it makes a ton of sense. It's just going to be a matter of if he can get, get super interesting guys. guy, though, right? Like, yeah, for sure. What a, what a weird career, like, or a unique, I guess, career. all over the place. Yeah. Just everywhere. Mean, yeah. And like, like, he was a G League coach for the last four years. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've never yeah. heard of a guy coaching in one G League team for four years. Just been all over. Uh, and it's been up and down for him, you know, and a guy that, you know, got a chance as a young guy, right? And then right. now he's getting another circled back. So that could work, right? Yeah. I mean, and uh, I think, I, I think you can win at EMU. I mean, just based on the talent. With Rob Murphy kind of did. I mean, a little kinda, bit, but not really. a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, like, you're right. You're right. I feel like if you, probably. It, if you really recruit with like a within 50 miles, you should be able to field a team that, that could do pretty well. I would think. Yeah. You know, like it, better it, than the standard. How about that? Yeah. Like I had a guy, I had a, a friend who's in the league who has an assistant job and, and reached out and kind of asked, you know, what do I think about the job? And I was just like, Look, I, I know it's hard in that, like, there's not a ton of support from the fan base, right? You play in this big cavernous empty gym. It, the, it's a one-bid league that and other teams spend more money. So, like, you've got a lot going against you, no doubt. But recruiting base, it's got some history. Like, it, it does not seem like a, an impossible scenario to go turn EMU into a program that can compete for conference championships in three years. Right. Um, and, and be a relatively um, attractive spots for, I would think so, for decent players and decent players being good high school players. Decent I think players, you'd be surprised by the high school. major guys looking, looking to go down a step or, yeah. or low major guys looking to go up a step. Um, I think you'd be surprised by the fan support that you'd get. Probably. You I mean, in my, in my time here, I, I haven't really, really seen it. Um, I always hear people ask me questions about Eastern basketball. I mean, I have had people over the years just talking, you know, right? asking about Eastern basketball stuff. And I'm like, why do you care about Eastern basketball? I'm like, I don't know. I just, you know, so, like, I mean, but my point is, I think that there'd be more people would be interested in that sort of thing than maybe people would realize. But I've always be thought great. the same thing. I mean, I, I've thought great. the same thing. Football doesn't work there because Michigan football is so big. Right. And even if, you know, Chris Creighton's been great, right? But like fan wise, right? It's not going to be a thing. But like basketball, Michigan basketball is obviously a main event, tick, big ticket, everything else. But like, I mean, Eastern, if you're good, look, if you're really good, you'd be surprised. You might surprise yourself over there. So yeah, it might be a good job or might be a good, uh, good fit. What about Izzo, uh, the, the uh, Dane Fife staff situation? We yeah, did talk I mean, about that briefly his, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. Of, in, in very true Dane Fife fashion had a very wide open uh, media availability, I think on a zoom call with yesterday, just saying, you know, right outright, he told Tom that, you know, if he could get the, he wanted the IU job and, and if they hired someone that he was interested in, he might be interested in an assistant job. And um, yeah. So I think this was, this was on the table. Um, Dane has always looked at IU as a place that he kind of calls home, even though he's from Michigan. Um, it's hard, you know, it's hard when you're asked to come fix the thing that you love. So um, I think that's the opportunity. Um, I think it's really interesting. The, the domino effect of 
you know, Dane takes that job, you know, like does Jane, Dane, is Dane taking that because he sees himself as potentially the future Indiana head coach, right? Mike Woodson's in his early 60s. So maybe Dane could be putting himself in position to get I that job. Not I maybe. mean, yes. that's what I, I would, would think, right? Yeah, right, yes. Um, yes, I would think And so. then Dwayne Stevens at MSU, from what I understand, was – I believe offered the EMU job or went very far down the line. Okay. And I, I wonder if Dane taking the IU job made it a lot, made it a lot more sense for Dwayne Stevens just to stay exactly where he was at Michigan state. Did he turn it down or did he, did they just pick uh, Stan? Do you know? I don't know for fact. I know that it went very far down the line with, I, I yeah, wouldn't feel comfortable, I mean, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying, yeah. you know. Well, the fact that it's a question, I think speaks to. But yeah, um, right. the situation. Look, like, I think Dane, like, let's say for a fact though, Dane going to IU makes a whole hell of a lot more sense for Dwayne Stevens to stay exactly where he is at. Oh yeah, he should never state. leave. Yeah, Now he should just stay there forever. Now, now he's right there in line, right? And, he probably should have anyway now at this point. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved for to see him take a job just because I would be really curious what he could do as a, as a head coach. At, at because coach. it's going to be hard unless something great came along, right? But you don't – I don't know. Why would you leave? You're in but, line for the job. I tell you, he was probably interested in the Eastern job for the same reasons we just talked about. Yeah, for sure. Like for what we just said. Like it should – so something like that is going to always interest someone like him, I think. Yeah. But I don't know if it's ever going to be enough to give up what you're – sort of possibly losing there but i don't know if you're giving that up either you know but let's put it this way he's gotta be there he's gotta be the longest tenured guy anyway by this point if you take emu and you lose whatever you're not going to get the michigan state job whenever tom walks away but if you stay if you stay there as the lieutenant i think we need to have a michigan man conversation about tom izzo's coaching transition plan What are we talking about here? Why does it have to be someone who's sitting next to him? Like, I mean, why does that have to I mean, be someone who's at I'm assuming that's a rhetorical if question. If it's only in the family, why does it have to have what? Like, what about Stan Heath? Is he not a candidate? Because, like, I mean, it hasn't been super successful elsewhere. A but, like, candidate for what? The job. I mean, is any the Michigan State job? If, in theory, if Izzo was gone, like, is it all Michigan State guys, or is it just Dwayne because he's been there for that long? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if Brad Stevens called up and said, I'd love yeah, the Michigan right, State job, right? You hire him. But uh, no, probably, of course, it's going to be someone with Michigan State. It's, it's going to be someone with his own ties, obviously. Right. Yeah, or Steven, right? Exactly. But, I, but that's my point. I don't think he has to win. I don't think he, yeah, has to win. It, he can't yeah, fall on his face. I that's guess. the thing. But, but, and there's right. a chance it happens at EMU. But yeah, but what if he like stalled out if it was like five years of just like. But if you, yeah, you go to EMU and get the shit kicked out of you for three years and then Tom Izzo what retires, if, you're not, you are not a viable candidate. What anymore. if he went to Eastern for three years and was like average? It was like Rob Murphy's level. Whatever Rob Murphy was. What if you went to Eastern? I don't, know. I don't think he, got you Rob, Rob, Murphy. Rob Murphy's not a viable person to replace. No, no, no. Kim he's not. He's. Well, he's. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Stevens and Izzo. What if he went to Eastern and did? I don't know. And Rob Murphy wasn't like losing. He wasn't. Have, he didn't have like losing records, right? They weren't Maybe good. They were good. Did he go to he an NCAA like, tournament? He was like barely above five hundred most years. He was like twenty and fifteen or something. I felt like every every year. 
something like that. What give if he or, did, give or take? Not but, in the tournament. Not in the tournament. He's in the NIT or not if, in any. But if he if he won at a certain level, he'd be a viable replacement for Jim Beheim, maybe, or at least a candidate. I don't even think it's what if Dwayne Stevens went to right. Eastern and did that. I don't think he. I think you'd have to win. If you go somewhere as a head coach, you got to win. Then why is he a can? I don't know. I guess it depends. Then why is he a candidate otherwise? If just because he stays? Yeah. I mean, you know how resumes work. I do, but <laughs> I do, but uh... I'm not saying this is the way it should be. I'm yeah. saying this is the way it is, right? Well, I don't think it would change anything. I think if you went there for three years and and did okay, I don't think it would have impacted. I, I I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what you're selling. Like, if you're selling the family, then that's the thing. What What does it matter? If you think he's qualified now, what would it matter? Like in some cases, like, I don't know. I mean, like you can, you give the, um, the opportunity to prove otherwise, I guess, but like Eastern Michigan and Michigan state are not the same thing. Slightly different. You know, I mean, obviously it's going to be different with Izzo gone for sure. Like that's a big, big thing there though. Right. Because you're not, you know, and that's the thing to remember, I guess. And that comes, that's why it's such an interesting conversation because like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about with that. You know, like a lot, a lot to talk about with that. Like you, you're not going to be able to just recruit to Michigan state. Like you have to, it was Izzo. Right. So like, that's not necessarily going to be as easy as a thing as people maybe think or assume. Can I jump back to the Fife thing? Yeah, go for it. I'll be really curious to see um, exactly kind of what his role is on that staff because at Michigan state, you know, Dane really focused on the offense and blah, blah, blah. But I, I have a feeling that IU, from what I've been led to understand, like the offense is going to be NBA style offense coached by Mike Woodson. Yeah. So, you know, it, is Dane just going to get, you know, build up on that and still be kind of very offensive driven, or is he going to be more of like a game coach or is he, you know what I mean? Like, that it's always kind of curious to kind of see which categories a coach falls into. Obviously, Dane will be leaned on to to recruit the state, um, mm-hmm. you know, recruit Clarkston, Michigan, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, as heavily as anyone can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I'll be kind of curious to see how that that plays out. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Uh, next question. Do you have one here? Uh, I can. Or do you want me to get one? You go for it. Okay. Let's see. From Chris. Uh, here's a good one. Given all the recent changes with image rights, transfer portals, etc., how do you think college football basketball will look 10 years from now? Uh, are we headed toward a professional league structure with college branding uh, or something else entirely? I have no idea what the 10 years from now. I have no idea. The college sports might not even exist, but. Um, well, I think that's part of the question. I, I think, are you willing to put that on the table that it's possible that they're just not a thing? 
in 10 years. No, it'll still be a thing just because of money. In some way, <laughs> shape, or form, it'll still be a thing. That was a hard um, turn back into reality there. But, um, <laughs> like, I, I'm more, like, 10 years from now is just so hard. I'm way more interested in just the next six months, the next 12 months, the next 18 months. Like, dude, mm-hmm. if I am, okay, let's let's pick a, a player on Michigan. If I'm Hunter Dickinson, yeah. right, and, or actually, let's pick like a middle of the road, Brandon Johns, right? And I hit a game-winning shot, right. <laughs> a massive game, and now everyone's talking about Brandon Johns. You know what I'm going to do under the new setup? I'm going to open my Twitter account. I'm going to put my Venmo login and hit send. <laughs> right. Right? Like, so- what, how is this going to work? Like what, what is going to be the way, like I saw right. Florida state is doing a thing where they're going to be, they're at, they're adding a shot, Whoever had hit a shot to beat whoever it was in the, when they just lost the tournament here recently. Oh, Jalen Suggs. Yeah. yeah. Go right on Venmo that day. Put your boom. Absolutely. But like, how I'm is that for, stuff yeah, going to work? Michigan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, I saw Florida state's like adding like an accredited course on. Oh, how's it going to work? going to add all this stuff and, and educate on on branding and blah 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 and they're trying to get way out ahead of it rightly so as i they think should what, be. I, it seems like some of these schools are way behind they were so busy either wondering whether it was going to happen they forgot to plan what happens when it does i think ultimately that's going to take care of itself because people are going to say this is how much i make here and this is how much this guy makes there and you're gonna and yeah, but people are going to come stuff. up with ideas that we're not even that no one's even considering yet of how to cash in on stuff and it's going to make oh gonna make sure, so yeah. many people right. so uncomfortable um yeah of course it's going to be it's not going to be for everybody i think that's the question that chris is maybe asking right where it's like what's it going to look like it's not going to be as big i don't think um mm-hmm. if you had to ask me today i i would guess that it won't be um, I just don't think that you're sustaining fan bases. We've seen that with attendance and everything else too, over the years. I mean, prices are never fun for anybody, right? Like I just, we'll see, I guess, but I just, I'd be surprised if it's, if it's as big, um, which might not be a bad thing for the sport or for both sports. Uh, but yeah, no, I think the professional league structure thing is what he's talking about which is interesting, especially with football. And I know the thing that gets kicked around so many times with football coaches, and I'm not sure I hear it as much with basketball coaches because I don't cover basketball, but like maybe you do, I don't know, or one or the other, but we hear it sometimes where it's like, they worry about, you know, jealousy on the team where it's like, you know, so-and-so is making, you know, five grand off of his Twitter account and the school tweeted it. They just retweeted his thing. Yep. Why the hell are they not retweeting my thing? Yep. Like mine's only at a thousand or whatever. Right. So like, they're kind of like, I don't really want to deal with that. Uh, so if we could <laughs> figure out a way to not have that be a problem, that's one of the things we hear so much from them. I don't know, but I do think that, like you said, yeah, it's going to look different in the sense that there's going to be a lot of stuff like that. That's going to happen. And a lot of change is just going to occur. It's going to be, it could look completely different. I mean, in, in so many ways. I don't think let, the NCAA will me, survive 10 years. Let me throw years. this scenario at you. Do you think the NCAA will survive 10 years? I do not. I don't think we'll, we will have an NCAA in 10 years. I think it'll be something else. I do. 
10 years from now. Well, whatever. Go, I do. go for it. Well, what was your next thing you're saying? Um, let me throw a scenario at you. Yeah. Big Nick Baumgartner yeah. is a All-American guard. <laughs> Point guard? No. No, oh. no, no. Pulling guard. Oh, geez. Okay. At neither, neither being realistic. Iowa. Okay. <laughs> what, what, like, what, what is your, how are you getting creative to cash in on your celebrity? I would go to, this is, you really want to know? I would, yeah. if I was, Playing college football at Iowa, I would take stock of Iowa's fan base and find out where the bulk and majority of that fan base resides. And I would go there with my Venmo and all the things you just said. So I would be on probably Facebook because I think Iowa fans are, I'm just going to guess that I'm guessing that most Iowa fans that I seem to interact with are a little older. So I'm probably going to be on Facebook. And I'm hit up the mod space for those. Yeah, I'm probably going to have a really big presence there. Uh, okay, <laughs> and then I'm going to be all over all those. I'm just, everywhere. You're all. You're anything you do that catches traction, you're pumping that as hard as you can. That's what I would be doing, or or whatever. Like I don't know. Like whatever you do to sell. Like if you want to play it cool, you can play it cool. I mean, you just have to. You'd have to read your. If you're an all American, I would probably like say nothing and just let people give me money because they probably would. Sure. That's probably what will happen. The question now becomes like, are they going to cap it? How much money can you cap it at? Are teams cheating on the cap? Like what's this? What's that? What's this? What's that? That's why I don't, I just don't think you're going to have an NCA in 10 years. I think there's, this is going to be, it's going to be something different. You're going to have so many things and people are right about this. They're not wrong. It doesn't mean that it shouldn't happen because it should happen. It's going to create issues that you haven't thought about because you just said that people are going to come up with ideas that we're not even thinking about, which is true, but it's also going to create like, weird things that are going to happen as a result that we haven't thought about. And we'll see. I just, I think it's going to be too so much. I'll, I'll say like, I could certainly like football just needs to finally break away and be its own thing. Right. But Something like different. the NCAA itself. It won't is be the not same. Going, it, of course it won't be the same, but like. Fair enough. In terms of having a governing body of collegiate athletics that oversees putting on championships for track and field and field hockey and volleyball and all this stuff. The NCAA is going to exist without sure, question. Sure. Sure. I should have said that. That's fair. But like you're going a little, a little far in its current form. I don't think so. It'll be different. Vastly different. It will not be recognizable. I would argue you could call it something different if you wanted to it would be my point is what I'm saying. I think it'll exist for those functions in that and that's pretty much it. If anything, it'll exist just as a cop-out for the schools for people to blame. It might. The it NCAA might. and Mark Emmerich is the goddamn boogeyman and all and this stuff. And all these university presidents who are actually the NCAA will just sit start. there quietly Wait. in their corners. But this is why, no, I'm, not, I'm just not going to say anything. On that. Do it. I'm just going to leave my... <laughs> I'm going to leave my comment to myself on that one. But that's where the whole thing starts every single time, all the time. It's with the presidents, always, every time, forever, and always. Every time these issues come up and people get mad about every other thing, the NCA is a creation of the league presidents and the school presidents. So you're a thousand percent right. It might continue on despite all of this. I just think over time, it's going to create so many issues that, yes, like you're saying, we're saying the same thing just differently it'll have to break off into something to answer Chris's question a long way here. I think it'll just look differently 
vastly it's going to look differently in two years right but like sure, I, mean, sure. I, I just think you'll look back now and say whoa compared to if you looked back from today to 2010 you're probably not saying whoa i think you might look right. back from 2031 maybe i'm wrong but i would think it'll be vastly different money is going to change it i mean it just will of course okay let's let's power through some more of these things ah from richard is marcus Carr more likely to transfer to michigan Michigan State, another Big Ten school, or somewhere else? Uh, I'll say somewhere else, and I will guess Kentucky. Oh, all right. Okay. Rizzle, BQ, best part of your game, long, mid, or short? And could you break 100 at Augusta with a healthy back? <laughs> uh, I would say no. <laughs> Well, depend on the. I mean, if I was playing way up at Augusta, maybe you could break a hundred. But playing any type of back tees, absolutely not. No chance. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would have forty putts at least. Um, best part of my game, it's probably uh, short irons, wedge it, full wedges would be about it. You're Everything else is pretty much pop. dog shit. No, I'm power not. power guy. You're a no, guy. no healthy back. I'm 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 touching like 265, topping out at like 270, 275 on a on tee shots. Um, not particularly long, so I would not say that. Um, let's go. Brad From Larry, Ritt, here's Brad Ritt says you need to unmute him. Yes, we'll see about that. Can, can I unmute? Can you ask Brendan if he can unmute me as Brad? Brad's asking me. He asked me twice, actually, in the same question. Under consideration. <laughs> ah, Brad, I'm trying, Brad. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, I forget what I muted him for in the first place. <laughs> I promise you, you don't remember what. <laughs> uh, from Larry. This year's a good one. What are your first big plans after getting fully vaxxed? Mm. Are you fully vaxxed, my man? Are you close? I am. No, yes. Two weeks removed? Uh, no. No, okay. I'm not there yet. Okay. Uh, I am still like a week away from that. I'm about halfway okay. there, though, I think. I think I'm on the – I'm either right at the halfway point or on the other side of that. So we're – There you close. go. How about you? Uh, I've had my first, and I'll have my second one on the 22nd. Okay. So you're uh, right there, too. So early yeah. May for you, you'll be uh, good to go? Or what's your uh, – Yeah. I is it two weeks or three weeks? It, it, I, two, I think it's two weeks – and then or whatever one you got considered whatever vaccinated. Um, yeah. I mean, in terms of plans, uh, I'd like to go see my family. There you I, haven't, go. I haven't seen my family since Christmas of 2019. So uh, yeah, yeah I, look, I, I, I have uh, a, I have a massive family. I'm one of six kids. Uh, my parents are uh, 80 and 79 years old. Uh, I have 10 nieces and nephews. Uh, including a goddaughter and yeah i've seen my brother a couple times uh and i saw one sister once but i have not seen my family since christmas of 19 so yeah i am very much looking forward to getting back to philly and not only seeing my family but seeing you know all of my friends there who i haven't seen anybody uh for a very long time so that is high on the list. And then also I'm going to go to an undisclosed location where none of you assholes can find me. I'm going to hide my phone and me and my golf clubs are going to have a very romantic week together for. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to go somewhere. I don't know where yet, though. I think we've talked about a few things, but um, I don't know. But yeah, somewhere, anywhere, really would be would be good. Uh, I don't have anything totally figured out. I think we're gonna go out to dinner, though. That'll be number one. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's on fair, the day, man. on the day, or whatever, and it's fully vaccinated. We'll start with that. Go like, go beyond, go on a date with your with your yeah. Wife, but beyond beyond that, I'm not really sure. I don't really have like I've heard I've seen some people tweet that they bought some uh, concert tickets i've seen that i i, I thought that would be fun but like i don't know if i want to go to a concert if it's only like 1200 people or something like that'd be weird i don't, I don't want to do that no, you should if you want to i don't want to maybe but you, you know that's too many people for you depends on the band i guess yeah i mean i'm yeah. waiting for like the national oh i forgot i have another I'm there i have another question here that reminded me of something else because we're gonna wrap it up after this sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but keep going no, I have nothing. Go for it. Oh, we had a question from uh, we had a WrestleMania question here. Oh, perfect. To kick us to uh, throw us out on, I I have to find who asked it because now I can't find it. Um, where the hell did it go? Well, I can't find it. the question was WrestleMania one or two or day one or day two, which was your favorite? And if you didn't know, Brendan, WrestleMania no WrestleMania about. is now a two day uh event so they start they started this last year the wwf as we all used to know it now the wwe is not the same as it used to be it's quite a bit different sean asked this sorry there i found it so it's two days now they did a saturday and sunday thing so they just had basically just had a show saturday and a show sunday day one was better i would say day two was not better and all of it was nowhere near as good as it was a long time ago We'll say, we'll say that. how, why is it, a, is it, do you think it's necessary for this to be a two day event or is this just a man? No, it's, con- it's all content. Like, so we, this is another podcast for another day. WWE just sold everything it has in terms of rights to NBC okay. so that Peacock can store all of the WWE's content. Peacock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Including two nights of full streaming WrestleMania. So it used to be that, WWE had their own streaming service. So they had their own network of content. So their entire library. So every single, you know, like you remember when you were a kid, a Hulk Hogan fighting somebody in 1991, it was sure. on there, right? Like, so every single thing was on there, right? So it's a lot, it's a lot of stuff and it's like a pretty valuable thing. So for Peacock, it's a pretty big uh, asset. As the content wars <laughs> rage, rage on here in 2021. As yeah, we I all, mean, as we've all seen, that's getting fun to watch, huh? Oh my God. Jesus. We got to get our own stream. How many? <laughs> we should, we should have been recording a video of all of these podcasts to put on our own streaming channel. Our own streaming channel. Now you got to fill it though. So if you're going to have a streaming channel, you got to fill it. And NBC and WWE are a perfect pair because they'll just make content for the sake of content and just Son of a jam bitch. it in there. That's all they do. Wait, we got a couple more. Grayson says, I feel duped, exclamation point. I don't take exclamation points lightly. lightly. So if you throw them at me, you better come strong. He says, not a question, but all this time I hear amazing things about Wawa when really it's an off-brand Circle K. There it is. Now you listen to me, Grayson. (laughs) You son of a bitch. Look at the dramatic music here. (laughs) Calling Wawa an off-brand Circle K. Let's just calm down. Tread lightly, oh. sir. Tread lightly. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Wawa's rollover 
Florida? Did you discover that in your travels? I did. Recently? So when I went down there, I was in Sawgrass and I was driving. They are everywhere. Now. And I see one. I almost turned instinctively and hopped a median <laughs> to pull into that shit. And then I, like, I, I, I like traveled back in time. So see, it's here's why it's not a circle K because there's a certain nostalgia to yeah. the wildlife that it makes it brings back like all of my the last 30 some odd years of my life right you go to wawa when like when i went in there i almost instinctively got a pack of smokes <laughs> i've been smoked since 2015 jumped the curb in orlando pulled into a wawa have a pack, a pack of camel lights pack of camel lights a sandwich and a coffee and went on your day <laughs> Like it was 2004 all over you're, again. You're goddamn right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That was it. That was my diet, was. right? A, yeah. a turkey, classic hoagie, or an Italian, a coffee, and a pack of Camel Lights. That was basically how I lived for 15 years. You probably knew the exact dollar and penny amount <laughs> that that order costed you every day that you got it for 10 years in a row. Oh, shit. Wait, right. we got one more. Go for someone, it. Someone had a and then beer, we wrap up. Someone had a beer question. Someone asked if I drink stouts in the summer. No, because I'm not a Ooh. serial killer. No. Um, that was from Scott Davis. Another one was no, never. From Aaron Lenecki. What's the best beer you've had recently? And I have it, but I have to look into the fridge to make sure I get it right. Hold on a second. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't. I am off beer at the moment here. I'm not really. So I don't have one. Brennan's going to his fridge as Sean, or was it Sean that asked this question? I'm sorry. Okay, as we have paused here. This is I'm a good stalling. one, Nick. Here he is. He's back. This is a really good one. This is okay. it's a local. It's from Brew Detroit, which I, I'm only... Oh, I've heard of Brew Detroit, yeah. I'm only just becoming acquainted with. Okay. But their, their citrus blonde, which typically is not my style. But it's, a, it's, it's an American blonde ale. That could be all right. Citrus I, blonde. I had I was getting a haircut. My barber had some. Oh yeah. He gave me one. It was the first time I had it. And I went that day and I got a 15 pack at Plum Market. You just went all the way to the 15. All in. It's delicious. <laughs> it's a great summer beer. Not so even gonna mess with the six. Just go no. for the 15, 15 pack. Yeah, Put it, it in the fridge, load it up. <laughs> so the citrus blonde. And if you're like someone who's not typically into like an American blonde, yeah. You know, uh Oh, that's probably pretty good. Citrus Give it a shot. It's it is super blondes, refreshing. I don't. I'm not a big blonde. There it goes. He cracked it just now. That's right. I'm not a big uh, blonde guy, but the citrus ones. I think I've had that before. It's or not got that this, one it's exactly, like, but I've had a citrus one before. It's right on the line. I'm trying to think like, what it was, but it's not too it. sweet. Hmm. That is very good. Good. One. good one for summer. There you go. Now you you're not. Just, you're you're not very. You're not consuming beer. No, I don't. I'm not on beer these days. I haven't had it in a while. But like, I mean, if. Well, I haven't had to go. I haven't gone anywhere either, though. Like, so, like, good point. I go somewhere and they have something, but like, whatever. But um, this is like prime IPA season right here. It it, it is. This is uh, spring. Oh my god! This like the tournament that whole time. This is like so any IPA you can get your hand on here. I don't, they're not making IPA seltzers for the love of God, are they? I, I don't know. I haven't been on the. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been on the the booze game for a while. Or not. They probably are. So go to your lo local uh, Wawa and get yourself an IPA. Brennan's <laughs> <laughs> recommendation as we wrap this podcast up here. I got no more. All right. You got any restaurant recommendation you want to throw out? Um, I do not, but uh, they're not even out. See, Mike's going to love this. 
um, HelloFresh, the gift baskets that we got. from. Oh, I got mine sponsor. yesterday. Yeah, I cooked the uh, tostadas. Outstanding. Yeah. We'll, we'll save that for the read or okay. whatever, but I did want to throw a shout out to that. Throw it out there. It's a double, double whammy there. I'll, I'll throw one out. I haven't been there yet, but a place called Side Biscuit has opened in Ann Arbor. Where's that at? I don't know where it is. Okay. You're going to have to look it up. But mm-hmm. I've had the wings that the guys make. So the guy used to work at Holmes Brewery. Oh, okay. Yeah, Holmes. Was well, yeah, we a, love Holmes. And was a neighbor of mine in my old Great neighborhood place. that I that I moved out of. And uh, That's right. You used to live right there. The wings were legit. Wings are legit. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll throw them a good word. Uh, so get some takeout from there. I don't even know if they're doing indoor dining. I don't even know if they're really open yet. But I think they are. I think I get saw the word out. Right. I think I saw yeah. an M live story that said they're okay. open because I knew it was coming. He told me back in the day that they were opening it up, but uh, this is the first I've heard of it because like you said, none of us have been anywhere. So right. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to, to tracking them down and getting me some wings. So you should do the same. Uh, I think that's it. You got anything else? No, all good. All right, y'all be sure to be safe. Uh, especially right now. Shit's getting a little scary here in Michigan. So uh, take care of yourselves. <laughs> and, uh, be sure to tip your bartenders and servers. Town's on my day. Ah!